0: Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Bi-Weekly Asset Allocation Report for April 24th, 2023. I'm Phil Adler. Gains in the U.S. labor market by African-American workers have, by at least one measure, easily outdistanced gains by white workers. And those gains continue even as the Federal Reserve persists in raising interest rates. Confluent staff economist Thomas Walsh joins us today to discuss what to make of this and whether it presents an accurate reading of the economy that the Federal Reserve can bank on as it considers future rate decisions. Thomas, first. First, briefly, what is the history of minority employment in the United States?
1: Thank you for having me, Phil. Black and Hispanic unemployment typically lags the national average. There are several factors for this, including geography, education, and age differences. That said, the long-run trend has shown that over time, minority groups have been able to catch up with the country in terms of relative employment.
0: And what do the latest numbers show?
1: The latest numbers suggest that the labor market for black workers is the tightest it has ever been since the Bureau of Labor Statistics began collecting the data. For example, in March, the ratio of employment to participation for African-Americans surpassed the national rate for the first time in history, while the black unemployment rate fell to its lowest level on record.
0: This seems significant. Can you pinpoint what caused it? Minorities
1: are relatively young when compared to the general population. Thus, as many of them are entering working age, many of their white counterparts are heading toward retirement. The pandemic accelerated this trend as many members of the baby boom generation that left the labor market during the lockdown decided not to reenter.
0: Thomas, I'm curious, did the Fed more or less ignore minority unemployment before the last couple of years or so when Chairman Powell addressed it?
1: Although certain Fed officials, such as former Minneapolis Fed President Narayana Koucher-Lakota, alluded to elevated Black unemployment rate as a potential indicator for the Fed to consider when adjusting policy, it was never something taken seriously as it was not considered part of the Fed's maximum employment mandate. Current Fed Chair Jerome Powell's decision to focus on black unemployment was related to the disproportionate impact the pandemic had on minority workers. He was concerned that if the Fed raised rates too early, minorities may struggle to regain access to the labor market.
0: Well, we know that the Fed has what seem to be uh, conflicting mandates full unemployment and low inflation, and that there's commonly tension between these goals. How often in the past have they coexisted the way they do now?
1: Well, the last time the Fed decided to prioritize price stability over maximum employment was in the 1980s, when both were relatively high. This time is a bit different as the unemployment rate is low and inflation is high. The situation has made it difficult for the Fed to justify easing policy, even as the country heads toward recession.
0: Thomas, do you believe the latest minority employment data, or is there more to the story?
1: Well, my view is that the data does represent an overall improvement in employment conditions for minorities. The shortage of workers has allowed minorities to find employment and demand higher wages. However, it is important to not look too deep into the data as it focuses on the number of minorities finding work with a disregard to the overall quality of the work being offered.
0: So do you think the Fed may need to change how minority employment fits in its overall measurement of the economy? As
1: the report shows, the exit of retirees from the labor force have made it easier for minority groups to find employment. Thus, the data suggests that Fed policy may not pose as much of a danger to racial groups as once feared.
0: Do you think it's likely the Fed may use this latest employment data to support a tighter rate policy for a longer period of time? Not at this time. Currently, the economy is
1: headed toward recession. Thus, the Fed will be focused on the country as opposed to any individual group. That said, the latest employment figure suggests that the Fed has the flexibility to remain tight for longer if it chooses to do so.
0: Well, is there a good argument for lowering rates hidden within the latest data?
1: One could make the case that the demographic shift shows that the Fed's view of a tight labor market may be outdated. Currently, the central bank relies on the non-accelerating inflation rate of unemployment, also known as NAIRU, to judge whether the labor market is too tight. We suspect that the current level of 4.42% may be too high as the acceleration of retirees following the pandemic has distorted the historical relationship between unemployment and inflation.
0: Thomas, here in Florida, where I live, I've been reading anecdotal accounts of retirees, and there are plenty of them down here, returning to the workforce on a part-time basis to cope with higher costs. Do you think white workers may try to re-enter the workforce in meaningful numbers if the economy deteriorates?
1: It really just depends on where wages grow. If firms continue to increase the level of pay for workers, retirees may be tempted to re enter the workforce. Last month, real raises rose at its fastest pace since the start of the pandemic for production and non supervisory workers. If this trend continues, we may see some of these workers return.
0: As we review this major improvement in minority employment data and consider the reasons for it, are there major takeaways for investors?
1: In short, If the Fed continues to focus on minority employment to judge the health of the labor market, it may be tempted to keep rates elevated for longer than the market anticipates. This scenario should be favorable to value assets as higher interest rates should dissuade investors from holding riskier, longer duration securities.
0: Thank you, Thomas. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. Be aware that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Antler.